The family gathering on Kiowa Island is history, as recorded on my last podcast, but it turns out that there's even more to a trip like that, as observed in my travelogue. It turns out that travel is still a good thing. I wrote a couple of weeks ago about our preparations for upcoming travel. Now I want to reflect a bit on the lure of the road trip. Despite the continued risk of COVID and the soaring price of fuel and the number of driving lunatics on our highways, a road trip can be a trip of renewal, of reinforcing a sense of freedom like few other activities can do. It doesn't really matter what the destination may be. The experience of the open road is like a breath of fresh air after leaving a smoke-filled room. If you drive a car or have ever ridden in one, you know exactly what I mean. There is physicality to driving that is often overlooked as a traveler's gift. There are more physical and intellectual demands made of good drivers than most other activities. A good driver is almost continuously moving in the seat, leaning forward for a better side view in the mirror, cranking the head around nearly 180 degrees before backing up, visually calculating the speed of passing vehicles to assess when to pull out into the faster lane, and always the eyes in motion, picking up any hint of things that are not expected. Good driving for a long distance is exhausting, because you're constantly in motion, even when you're sitting. It's quite a workout. A good road trip reminds me of some of the great things about this country, like the presence of very nice rest stops strategically located along the way. One can always pull off the highway and find a gas station for necessary relief, but how great is it to find oases along the way where there's room to run, walk the dog, maybe read something of historical interest, and yes, find much-needed relief all in one stop. Some of those areas are absolutely beautiful, surrounded by woods and inviting with trails if you have the time. Someday we might plan a trip to include all the great rest stops in the country. I don't think anyone has undertaken that route just yet, Maybe I'll write a travelogue about it. Folks whom you meet along the way on a road trip are usually pretty darn nice. Maybe it's because as fellow travelers, they're as homesick and anxious as you are. Or as hospitality people, they're in the business to be nice. Over the three days transit home the other week, I met Sarah, who loves all dogs and now mine too, she was drawn to Murphy because he can't see or hear too well anymore, and she felt great empathy for him. I learned that Remarkin decided to shampoo the floors in every unit of his motel once again, just because he's trying hard to keep his units sanitary and safe for guests. He hoped that the floors were completely dry as I checked in. Angie is leaving her home and her job in the Midwest, and heading back to Mississippi, where she was born. The kids are now grown, and she hears a call to go back to her roots. 
but she has really loved the past 26 years in what she calls friendly country. She seemed absolutely sincere in her hopes that we'd get back to Iowa safely. Of course, there are also lunatics encountered on a road trip, mostly on the roadways where the horsepower underneath the hood of the car somehow transforms their everyday mild manners into unbound rage. Routinely, I travel at two miles over the posted speed limit, primarily because it's the law, but also because I'm not familiar with the roads or their eccentricities. But at two miles over the posted limit, I am easily the slowest vehicle on the road. And that includes the semis, some with double trailers, who possess their own sense of acceptable speed. Given the physicality of driving mentioned above and the likely poor physical conditioning of some of the lunatics, I'm surprised that we did not observe more than three terrible crashes along the way last week, or that we were not involved in one. Lunatics have very little patience with drivers observing the laws and the courtesies of the road. But the call of the open road has far more interests and excitements than threats. A statement which I still cling to after having experienced three flat tires over the past three years on our journeys back from Kiowa Island. There is poetry to experience in the changing countrysides between the lakes and the low country, and idiosyncratic ways of life that differ even slightly from what we otherwise know day to day. Road signs reflect the unfamiliar. People sound different. Trees grow unrecognizable leaves, and wildlife raises new, intense observation. Alligators are somewhat rare in Iowa. Being away from the familiarity of home, no matter how pleasant those circumstances might be, is the tonic of the open road, a medicine that can cure a great many needs. Katie and I are already planning our next road trip, if the price of fuel allows us. It might be only a one-day excursion following the river road south for a ways, but even the thought of it gets my heart thumping just a bit faster. <laughs>